previously on You All Everybody. I'm like, I apologize if you keep hearing a farting sound. That's not me. It's my daughter. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's raining heroin, apparently. <laughs> LSD. <laughs> So it's like the the junkies version of it's raining men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining oh yeah, I'm, I'm singing. I drank way too much vodka now. <laughs> Welcome to you all, everybody. Uh, I'm Aaron. Erica and Vanessa. Uh, so uh, first first things first before we get started, like a few important things to mention. First off, this episode is coming out on Vanessa's birthday, so yay, happy birthday! Woo! Yay, thank you. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we won't we won't uh, ask Kat which birthday it is, but uh, also I mentioned this before, but Vanessa has and hasn't seen the show before. Like we watched part of it before, but this is at, we we were all watching it together. Uh, we all began watching it together, but we only made it to episode fourteen before we had to stop because of shutdown stuff. Which means that this week is Vanessa's first week with the new episode. Which yay. Yay. I was so excited when I looked at it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's right! I haven't seen this one yet." <laughs> <laughs> it was a really exciting one to like, yeah, not see with. yet too. It was. Um, and then to celebrate both of those things and pay homage to this week's episode, which is titled "Homecoming." Today we're drinking Homecoming Punch. Which is somewhat similar to sangria. Um, I found the. By the way, if there's chewing in the background, that is again the dog. So uh, <laughs> the crunching is is the dog chewing on a cheese bone. But okay, so I found the recipe on FoodNetwork.com, and it's uh, basically it's bottle of cranberry juice cocktail, a can of I like. Oh, it says to say thawed. I don't know why I'm reading that weird. Can of thawed orange juice concentrate, a can of thawed pink lemonade concentrate, two cups of brandy, and then a bottle of extra dry champagne. But I think instead of two cups of brandy, we ended up putting a whole bottle of brandy in there. Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's got a lot of brandy in it. A lot more than... So it started off with two cups, and then Aaron was like, oh, should I put a little more? And I said, sure. And then I was trying to do this social media thing while he was pouring it in, and it just wasn't working out. So it turned out more got poured in than we expected. And by the time we looked at the bottle, we realized, oh... (laughs) We poured a whole bottle. Yeah. I think if it had any less, it would be way too sweet. Because it's yeah, already it's, pretty it's sweet. It's already pretty sweet. Like, so, yeah. We like it, though. It's good. It's, it's just sweet. It's really yeah. good. I like it. It's really... It tastes like lemonade. Yeah. It's, like, got a perfect very... tang to it. It's not overly sweet. Yeah. I, I like the color, too. The color's really pretty. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's got, like, a nice pinkish purpley color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am drinking vodka right now because I'm... Try not to have a panic attack and, and freak uh, out mode a little bit. <laughs> and the vodka will help that. And then I'll switch over to the juice, which I had some. It was just too sweet. And I was like, Ugh. it's funny because I was like having a very high anxiety moment before, like maybe two hours, started maybe two hours before we started filming. And not because of filming, just I don't know why. Everything was like dirty where I was trying to set up. And so I was getting like, ugh. So I made some lavender tea to help me calm down. <laughs> you and I do it very differently. Apparently, yeah. like I need vodka straight. You're like, oh, no, like, that would just make it worse for me. Oh no, it definitely helps. It, like, it's got I, I've only been having slight little panics. I I had a major one this week that was pretty bad, and so I've been trying to keep myself calm. 
Like, it was bad enough to where, like, my watch even noticed that I was freaking out and was like, hey, you need to breathe. Breathe. Mm. Also, the heart rate thing on it kept going off and beeping, which wasn't helping. Which, it's it's never beeped before. Really? Yeah. Like, like it's buzzed before and been like, hey. Yeah. Like, calm down or breathe. But it's never started beeping to where it's like, hey, you Uh, need to calm down. Do you ever, do you ever, uh. Do you ever read that thing in, in Faith Hill's voice? Is that a Faith Hill song? No, I don't. <laughs> I just thought of that right now. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> what song? Let's see what happens next time it tells Is me. it just called Just Breathe, right? Yeah, it's just called Breathe. Yeah, it's called Breathe. <laughs> I don't think I know it. I can hear you breathe. <laughs> just breathe. Yep, see? Anyway. Uh, let me, wait, I'll show her real quick before okay. we move on. Okay. Uh, but while she looks that up, I have a little, like, before we get into the episode info, um, I have a quick story about something that happened the other night, which was kind of funny. Okay. So, um, it was probably, like, one in the morning, and... Is this where you're making fun of me? Go ahead. No, I said, is this where you're making fun of me? No, I you're going to play it. Oh, yeah, I have it. Oh, yeah, I like this song. (laughs) Just breathe. Just breathe. That's what it's saying. I want my watch to tell me that so I can say it in the Faith Hill voice. Uh, okay, so uh, the other night, uh, she was asleep and I was, I think I was on my either on my phone or watch TV or something like that. And uh, she woke up and, okay, so she woke up and started talking right away, like to me right away and asking me questions. And she kind of like, sometimes like, we'll talk in her sleep, but it's not, it's always just like a little mumbling thing. And it's like, whatever. But the best is when she actually wakes up and then starts talking to me because like anything she says is just usually gold. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best. Like, uh, there was, I think there was one time where she got, she started mentioning something about Disneyland and then got mad. At, okay. So pretty much every time she gets mad at me. Because I'll just like start asking her questions because I want to find out more. No, because I know you think I'm asleep and being stupid and I hate it because I'm very aware of the condescending tone. It's not. And then when I realize that I'm speaking nonsense, I get mad and I just roll over and go back to sleep. It's not condescending. I'm just, I want to find out more information because they're usually like really good. It usually doesn't make any sense and it takes like... You can see that she's slowly kind of realizing that she's a, that she's not. Oh wait, the Disneyland one. Uh, she's the not Disneyland asleep. one totally yeah. made sense. It just was completely out of context. I so I legitimately was getting mad at these stupid people that were asking me to take a picture of them in front of the Matterhorn, and I was getting mad at them because they didn't like the photo and they kept saying it was too dark. And I'm like, well, yeah, stupid, because the sun is right behind the Matterhorn. It's causing a lot. It's, it's the wrong light. I was trying to tell them it was the wrong light. It was too dark. It, it wasn't going to take a photo the way they wanted it. And so I was yelling at him about it for some reason. I don't remember why. I mean, you kind of yelled at me about it. When I was yeah, like, I was kind of That yelling. was the first time it happened. Yeah. I remember that one because I was really mad about it. Uh, I don't really remember. So, I remember some Pee Wee Herman one, too. So do you remember what you were asking the other day? Mm-mm. So she woke up and she's like, uh, she's like, and there's an, uh, you, you know, that the English, oh, she was talking about Lost. That's the only reason I'm mentioning it. Cause she's like, you know, the, the English guy that's in almost every episode. Uh, wait, who? Um, the, you know, the English guy for, that's in the grocery store. It's like, <laughs> what? She's like, yeah, the grocery store, the English guy. <laughs> um, which English guy are you talking about in Lost? 
yes, in the grocery store. <sighs> and then turned around and went back to sleep. <laughs> like, Who were you talking about, Charlie? I, I have no idea. No, I, I think I was talking about a character that's not in the show yet. Okay. The, the one that was in a grocery store? But, like, I don't remember talking about a grocery store. I distinctly remember thinking I, Lost and thinking a reoccurring thing that happens in every episode. And I was getting mad because I was like, don't look at me like I'm stupid. It happens in every episode. That's right, yeah. And you said something about produce or groceries or something like know. that. Because I wrote it down right away. I'm like, I'm writing that down. That's good. <laughs> grocery store, Lost. No, I, anyway. I don't remember what I was talking about at all. That was fun. Um, but, okay. Uh, so, uh... Start off with the episode info. It's uh, season one, episode 15. The episode's called Homecoming, and it's uh, Charlie-centric. The episode aired uh, February 9th, 2005, with 19.48 million viewers, which finished, and it finished sixth for most viewed shows for the week. And I actually did something for Erica, and I looked up what the first five shows were. <laughs> Finally, it's about time. We're 15 shows in now. <laughs> <laughs> you know she's gonna ask this question every week. Exactly. <laughs> so I was I read that when we were in the car and like I wasn't talking for a little while. I'm like, okay. Are these gonna think, be super make she, sense to me? I think she, yeah. I think okay. she asked what I was doing, and I was like, I just found out what the first five shows. It was a six show, sixth uh it was six for the week. I found out what the first five were. Do you get do you wanna take a guess? Because one of them's like super obvious. Okay, wait. When did this air? What what date did this air? Uh two thousand five. No, no, February no, no. 9th. February 9th. Um, I don't know. I I would not be able to guess because I don't think I had cable no. at this point. One of is a, a reality show. Survivor? Okay. No. Fear Factor? I'm guessing Bachelor, Bachelorette. No. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. So. Okay. <laughs> there was five. So there's uh five different shows anyway. Is, it, wait, Without is, a tr- is this in order from number one? No. Oh, okay. So CS- Okay, so it went Lost and then CSI, or Lost Without a Trace, which I think had 19 point something, and then CSI, which had 27, and then uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were all American Idol. Oh, yeah, American Idol. Was it the finale? What? Or was it, oh, no, it's usually tryouts. I don't know. Perfect. Well, that's that's probably, if the, aren't the tryouts more popular than the regular yeah, yeah, show? Yeah, Well. Like in February? Well, I mean, if you, like, yeah. Until you get to the, until you like get to like maybe probably the last get, well, top like five or down. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, the, well, because everybody likes watching the tryouts, right? Yeah, for sure. That was mainly what we would watch. I think I only really watched the first season the whole way through. I've seen other seasons, like a couple of them, probably most of the way. And the rest of them, maybe a few things here or there. I but. think... The first season that we watched all the way through and we were like hooked because we were also a split family on it was the Davids, the two Davids, where it was David Cook and David Arculetta. Arculetta. I watched the one with, um, I super wanted David Cook. David Cook. Oh. I watched the one with Danny. Bonaducci? No, Danny. Uh,. I think he's actually a Christian singer now. Um, Who won that? I don't I have to see what season it is. The only two famous people are Carrie Underwood and Danny Gokey. Kelly, Kelly Carlson, right? Hmm? 
Danny Who's Hook? Catherine McPhee's? Well, she didn't end up winning, though. She was He was on the also. eighth season. Danny Gokey was the eighth season. I watched most of oh, that one. Adam Lambert, right? Adam, and I watched Adam Lambert one. Was Were I they the same ones? One. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I like him. We should just do the rest of this episode about American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. But anyway, okay, so... Uh, Back to Lost. Yeah, the episode was written by Damon Lindelof, who is also the creator, showrunner guy, and then it was directed by Kevin Hooks. It takes place on day 27 through 29 on the island, and then this episode focuses on Charlie, so going to... We are, we are Charlie-focused with our shirts yeah. today. Yes. We both have yes. dry- Do you guys have the same shirt on? It's Basically. the same style shirt, yeah. Same logo. Hey, mine's even got the same colors. <laughs> yeah, you're color themed with us. All right, mine's not drive shaft, but yeah. But but uh, no, we've been wanting drive shaft shirts forever, and these perfectly came in today, and I was yeah. so excited, and I forgot it was a Charlie episode until it we is. were watching, and yeah. I was like, perfect, perfect. Yep. yes. So going into this one, we saw how much he was like missing Claire, and how guilty he felt that he wasn't able to stop Ethan from taking her. But she's back now, so I was supposed to write more right there, but I didn't. <laughs> so I'm sure, like, it's, he's going to be stoked about that. I don't know. I would say any thoughts about Charlie going into this, but anybody? Um, I mean, I think something kind of changed in Charlie a little bit. Like, he's still Charlie. He's still... Like, before this episode started? Yeah, well, ever since he came back. Yeah. After like, his after he head, got hung. His brush with Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> After his hanging, he's been a little bit more serious, down to earth, um, step up. It's it's not so just joking around, flirting anymore. He's yeah. serious now. Like okay, yeah, still dealing with that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, so we start off with a uh, previously on Lost, and then get creepy Ethan staring at Claire and Charlie. Uh, follow that look every time gets you. It's just like. Yeah, he's it's like a dead-eyed stare. It's just like a creepy derp, like... <laughs> uh, followed by the survivors trying to track them down, and then Ethan just kicking the shit out of Jack and telling him that if they don't stop tracking him, that he'll kill one of them. So then we get in the episode and get Charlie woken up by people calling for Jack as Locke returns carrying Claire, who passed out in his arms. She's still pregnant! <laughs> yeah, she's still pregnant. I thought she had given birth. I thought they, she had, like... That's why they let her go, or that's how she got away. Like, they took her baby and they were done with her. But she's still pregnant. Oh, no, yeah, she's still pregnant. That's why, like, last week I was like, uh, I think she might still be pregnant, but I'm not sure. I don't want to ruin it for you. I couldn't remember. Oh, no, I knew she wasn't pregnant already. This is this is or also she was still the pregnant. first episode that she's seen, but this is the first time I'm re-watching this episode. Yeah. This is... Like, the other ones I'd seen for the third, fourth time. Yeah. This one is only the second time. Yeah, so okay, that makes and sense. And it's been like 10 years since I've seen it. So yeah, just it's, about. Yeah. Uh, so they lay her down and Jack starts wiping her forehead with the cloth, kind of talking to her softly to get her to wake up, which she does and then immediately freaks out and backs away from them all like, who are you people? I've lost my memory. As she then, the screen goes black. That's and like get... Leprechaun, not I, not Australian. <laughs> okay. I, I can't think of Australian right now. My... Emergency. I lost my memory. Okay, anyway. <laughs> My joke was, who all, everybody? <laughs> who, all, every, who all is everybody? Sorry. Oh, that's memory. Uh, that's and a the screen joke, goes black as we get the... Okay. So they calm her down and she's telling them she doesn't remember Ethan or anybody else or anything else. 
And then the last thing she does remember is being on the plane headed to L.A. Jack tells her that it crashed a month ago. And she's like, well, why ain't nobody rescued us yet? And then they kind of like all look around awkwardly. Yeah, like super awkward. Like, oh, well, you know. Uh, so then we see his son and Jin watching this all happen and him asking what's her what's going on. And then if, if Claire and the baby are all right, and son is kind of like, I don't know, the baby's probably fine, I guess. And Which he kind of gives her a look like, come on, woman, I know you can understand him. Yeah, I feel like she, he, he kind of has a feeling she understands English. And I feel like it's about time she says something because he's like so lost and it could make their yeah. lives so much easier. Yeah. I feel like this is the first time that we've actually gotten subtitles for them. No, it's not. Besides their episode? Yeah. Uh, anytime it's like anytime it's not just them yelling something or him yelling at somebody, like there's usually subtitles. Yeah. There's there's been a couple times. It was the first time I noticed them. I just thought he actually seemed like he really cared about Claire and like what was going on. He seemed it, actually genuinely worried about her baby. It, it kind of seemed like that, but it also kind of seemed like he was trying to get her to admit that, uh, that she, that she what knew was what going was going on. on. Yeah. I think I think that's what he was trying to do too. Like, mm. I know you know. Let's come yeah. on. I'm really concerned about here. You could, you know, alleviate my worries if you just told me you spoke English. Yeah. Mm. So uh, in another part of the caves, Boone asks Locke if he thinks Claire escaped and mentions that they've been pretty deep into the jungle. And then they haven't found anything out there. And Locke is like, I don't know, man, but she seems to remember. She doesn't seem to remember Ethan. So then Boone kind of looks out in the jungle and asks, like, you think he's around? And he has this look on his face where I couldn't tell if, like, he was he's talking so about dumb. Ethan or, like, the boogeyman or something like that. Or, like, if Ethan, like, is his boogeyman. I'm just getting so disappointed in him. I really have high hopes <laughs> because Damon is just so hot and smart. <laughs> This and guy Boone is, is just, just like the worst. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, oh, but, it's great later with Saeed, uh, where but, Saeed's even starting to catch on. <laughs> so, uh, we go to a different part of the case with uh, Charlie talking to Claire, or Charlie giving Claire her diary back because apparently he's done reading it. Uh, so he then tells her that Ethan kidnapped him too when he took her. She asks why Ethan left him, and Charlie's like, eh, I'll tell you in the morning. Nope, that's Irish. Uh, so she says she's not going to be able to fall asleep. And Charlie is like, sweet, I can't really fall asleep anymore without me heroin. So I'll keep you. Why am I doing Irish? I can't really fall asleep anymore without me heroin. So I'll keep you company. And Claire asks uh, if her and Chuck are friends. And he tells her, yeah, as we get a. And then go into the first flashback in which uh, he's doing heroin with his friend. And they need some money so that he can get more drugs. So they head into a bar where he points out a gal. And tells Charlie that her dad is rich. So we then see Charlie drinking with them and just being charming. While his friend puts Drive Staff's number one song. You all everybody on the jukebox. We get in there. He's uh, really hitting rock, rock bottom. Yeah. I mean I thought he was playing off pretty cool. He was getting all the ladies. He's, I think he's just like kind of charming. He was a very good charmer. Yeah. yeah but he's like trying to scam women to get money so we can get more drugs i mean that's oh yeah he's he's yeah, getting to rock bottom there yeah for yeah. sure uh we go back to the beach with saeed telling jack Locke, and charlie that it's unlikely that claire escaped from ethan and that maybe they should consider that ethan sent claire to infiltrate them charlie's like that's me that's a bunch of puppy cook and jack tells him to calm down and then basically they t- like tell saeed that that's dumb Saeed's like, really? Like, the lady claims they have selective amnesia. I mean, come on, bro. This ain't Port Charles. That shit's ridiculous. What? That's just for Erica. Port Charles? 
What is Port? I know that. <laughs> That's the fictional town in New York for General Hospital. I like how embarrassed you look right now. <laughs> I like how immediately I was like, hey, don't talk about them. Like, I was all super ready to defend it. And then I realized I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So Jack says it's possible that her memory reset to the crash after going through major trauma, and then Locke asks if it will return. Jack says he's not sure, and then tra- sure, and then Charlie's like, "Eh, screw you guys! I'm gonna go check on Claire." And I'm pretty sure this is like the second time that he's become like frustrated with with them while talking about Claire because I think like he had pretty much the same reaction a few episodes back when Jack told her, or Jack was talking to Kate about how he didn't believe that someone attacked her, and he like freaks out and it's like, "You blokes are bloody." awful and then walked away (laughs) (laughs) wow also like uh, i'm not sure if it was intentional on the writer's part but i'm actually curious if they made jack not really question the fact that she has amnesia because of what happened when he didn't believe her last time like because i feel like he would normally would have been right there with saeed just like not in not even entertaining the idea that she had it just because it's fucking ridiculous yeah i mean he did seem pretty guilty yeah, so, like, I think he just, like, uh, she, you know, she probably, she might. It, it could happen. I don't really believe I mean, her. if it was traumatic enough, like. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've never heard of that, but, you know. I mean, in my soap opera. <laughs> it would have happened in Poor yeah, Charles. It would have been girls. happening. Yeah. <laughs> right now, one of the main characters has amnesia. Really? Yeah, they fell off a bridge. In the freezing cold water. <laughs> That'll do it. The shock of that cold water. But uh, anyway, so Charlie ends up seeing Jin in the jungle headed back to the cave. So he walks with them while telling him how lucky he is that he can't communicate with anybody because they don't have to be involved in any of the drama. And he uh, Jin motions for Charlie to stop talking as they begin to hear a whooshing sound. And then Jin Jin is knocked out by a rock to the noggin. Charlie, It it didn't hit him in the head. Where did it hit him? In the chest. Oh, damn, it knocked me out by him in the chest? I, don't know, I thought it that's hit him what, in the head. That's what Sun... Well, I thought it hit him in the head, but Sun was uh, taking care of a bruise on his chest later. Maybe she was just trying to, like, get, you know, things started. She started with his head, and then she's like, mm, your chest feels nice, too. And it's like, Ew. whatever, and however the situation <laughs> went from there. I mean, it was a pretty big, gnarly, rock-sized bruise on his chest, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just fell down. I don't know. Or she just, he could have just got hit in the chest. <laughs> I just, my main thing was, like, they stopped and listened to that whooshing for so long. And to me, it was obvious yeah. that it was like yeah. something was coming at them. Yeah, for sure. And they literally just sat there, like, sitting ducks, waiting for it to hit them. Yeah, I, I would have been like, what the hell is that? They were, that's what they were doing. What yeah, the hell it is went, that? Kicking on... all over the place instead of hitting the ground. <laughs> yeah, these people don't make the best decisions. No. That's true. Uh, so Charlie kind of looks around confused and then notices Ethan walking towards him, who's like, hey, dude, do me a solid and bring Claire back to me, but like in a creepier way. He's ginormous. I was like, I think he's part of the aliens. Because he was way too big and way too strong. Like, he was just like, yeah. bam. Like, super alien strength. I think he part did of it, look pretty, like, scratched yeah. up, though. Like, Claire had, like, scratched his face or something. Or a cat. Or a polar bear. <laughs> or something. I think part of it is that Dominic Monaghan's also kind of short. Isn't he, like, the same height as me? Like, yeah, he's 5'7". Five, 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 yeah, exactly. And then, and then uh, what is it? I can't remember. Is William Mopather, I think is his real name. Uh, Ethan is 6'1". 
I looked it up because you because you mentioned he's, it. Just looks really tall. So in he's, that. he's like a half inch tall or half half foot tall. Yeah, but he's got like I know somebody. Super I strength. know people six one that would not be able to just dead arm straight lift yeah. Erica yeah. against a tree. Yeah, that's some superhuman strength there or super alien yeah. strength. Uh, so um, he's he seemed really big and strong yeah. and very menacingly <laughs> yeah, scary. Uh, so Charlie's all, what did you do to her? And tries to hit him with a stick, but Ethan knows what's up and just lifts him up by the throat and is, says that he'll kill someone every day until Charlie brings Claire back to him and then tells him that he'll kill Charlie last before disappearing. He's definitely off his which, rocker. Yeah, he didn't like poof disappear like a magician or anything. He dropped Charlie and they went to the jungle. Just wanted to but, clarify that. Yikes. <laughs> Although like. It would have been pretty cool if, like, he actually was a magician and, like, the whole reason he wanted Claire back is because she was his assistant. <laughs> and, and, like, now we can't do his act. Who's going to open my box? Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he, uh, he, he's pretty strong. He just disappeared. Yeah. Anyway, back on the beach, uh, Charlie tells Jack and Locke uh, that they need to kill Ethan with Jack agreeing and saying that they tracked him once and before and they can do it again. So Locke is just kind of like, seriously, dude, like he beat the shit out of you. And then he hung fucking James Bond over here from a tree. Like, maybe we should have people guard the camps instead. And Jack is like, fuck that. We need to get everyone off the beach and back to the caves. So then Locke is like, and what if he's not alone? Like, what if he and Tom Cruise just roll up and begin converting (laughs) people to Scientology when we're not paying attention? You ever think about that? Yeah. Locke wants to be the only cult leader on this island. (laughs) So uh, he, Jack asks him, uh, like, what do you suggest? And Locke kind of just stares at him and like, shit, I got to think of a plan quick because it like seemed like, oh, I didn't know he was going to ask me that. I mean, he brought up some other valid points, which I feel like maybe he learned from playing his little risk game. What? Which, which Basically points? like, hey, we probably shouldn't bring everybody back to the caves because then they're all just kind of crowded into one spot sitting yeah. ducks. Yeah. Like, leave everybody spread out. That's fine. Just make sure that everybody's covered. Yeah. I, I think it's, yeah. I just think at this point... I still don't trust him enough to trust anything he says. So everything he says is invalid to me at this point because I, I feel like he's too sinister. <laughs> I mean, from a risk standpoint, like if you're playing the game Risk, it's better to be taking over multiple areas and spreading your people out into those areas than all converting into one little area because you get backed in there fast. Mm. I've, I've yeah. never been chased by murder, so I'm not sure. <laughs> So, uh, over in the caves, uh, Sun is tending to Jin's wounds and asks him what's going on. And Jin is pretty much like, how the hell would I know? I don't speak Spanish. And then Sun's like, oh, I'm actually pretty sure they're speaking English. And Jin's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm actually pretty sure I was attacked by one of them because of something that they did. So, what do you think about that? And he kind of looks away, which he's kind of How would you know? You know English? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's English. I'm like, oh, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, it's English, huh? I bet. Uh, so uh, elsewhere Claire tells Charlie that everyone's been avoiding her and she has a feeling that something happened so he assures her that nothing's going on as we get another flashback once again it's Charlie and one of the gals he met at the bar in the last scene whose name is Lucy walk into her house Uh, she goes in the kitchen to make some tea so Charlie like pretty much begins casing the joint for anything he might be able to steal and sell for drug money uh, so Lucy comes back in the room and notices him checking out a fancy cigarette case. So, and then she, and she says that it's her, uh, part of her dad's, like her dad collects antiques and that it, the case used to belong to Winston Churchill. 
She then invites him to dinner the following night to meet her dad, to which he agrees as we get another whew, go back I to the case. a little fast. I mean, we don't know how long he's been... I think he said it was a first date, but I don't think... But it felt like she just brought him back from the bar, and then all of a sudden he's meeting her dad. Uh, I don't think it was the same day as the bar. I think it was... They actually had a date. So I think it was, like, their first date. Only because he does mention... I noticed this last time we watched it. that He did mention that it was their first date, and I think he's wearing something different, but I'm not positive. Because I know he has a hat on, but I think he's wearing something different, too. But uh, go back to the caves uh, with Kate walking up to Jack and telling him that Locke told her what happened and that maybe they should use the briefcase full of guns to shoot Ethan in the dick. But Jack tells her no because he doesn't want one of them accidentally shooting a fellow survivor. And I thought it was really nice of him not to use Boone in his example. Because that does, does that not sound like something that he would yeah. do? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would. No, no, no. It's a gun. It's not a pen. He'll be fine. <laughs> no. Uh, Anyway, over at the beach, Saeed and Locke are setting up a perimeter tripwire signal out of an, like, with an empty bag of can or a bag of empty cans so they can hear Ethan coming, and Saeed mentions that some of the men have volunteered to stand guard. Boom volunteers to take a shift, and Saeed just kind of looks at him like, uh, dude, I, I said men. Like, come on. <laughs> he does give him that look. We should have screenshotted it, because it was just literally, like, seriously? Yeah. Like, even Locke picked up on it and was like, yeah, he can help. Like, yeah, he was, he's super nice about it. Yeah, I was just like, don't tear down my only follower right now. Yeah, exactly. Locke, Locke was super nice about it. Yeah, because Locke's like, of course, Boone, you'll do a great job. And also, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and like, Boone sort of gives him a look all surprised because I honestly like think he was expecting to get a no. Like he kind of gave Locke a like, man, this guy's the greatest yeah. like kind of look. Man, I love Locke. <laughs> but like... Oh, no, okay, that way, that's that's later. Uh, okay, so anyway, it's uh, nighttime back at the caves, and Charlie's kind of freaking out a little bit on Jack about keeping Claire safe. And now he still blames himself for getting her taken, which is what's great because he's, like, being loud as fuck about it. He's like, nobody's safe! And Jack's like, you need to calm the fuck down. But uh, Jack tries calming him down by telling him that nothing's going to happen to her as we get another... And go back, uh, flashback to Lucy's house again. With Charlie having dinner with Lucy and her dad. Uh, Lucy's dad mentions he used to be the band and then asks Charlie if he's working on a new album. Uh, he also mentions that he, when he quit the band because, what we were just watching it earlier, I didn't write this down. But he quit the band because he was trying to be, uh, trying to provide for his family too. And that's what, a, something about a man's got to provide for his family basically. Right. So Charlie tells him that the they're on hiatus because Liam just had a daughter, but then he just starts becoming more and more candid, like the more he says, because I feel like it's something that you would do, just because yep. like they're not they're just kind of looking at him and letting him talk. Yeah. So he just starts more and more, it's like a word vomit, and yep. he just eventually ends up admitting that drive shaft's probably done. This is why I'm not a good liar. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, Me either. Just let you talk. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to this, I think, pretty sure it's the same bar as he was at earlier with his friend with, uh, he's, he's drinking with the same friend, the junkie friend, and he's mad at him because Charlie ended up agreeing to work for her dad, selling copiers. It's basically like, you cheeky bastard, I've been letting you get high on me scag for over a week now, but you were supposed to steal something valuable. Uh, so, which is pretty much what he said, because I was like, what? <laughs> but, so Charlie's all like, I don't think Liam's coming back and I gotta think about me future, mate. And mentions he starts the job in three days. So his friend tells him that he's not giving him any more drugs and good luck trying to function his new job after going days with or a few days without a fix. And then walks away and Charlie kind of has a look on his face like, shit. Shit. <laughs> he's in trouble. Uh, 
go back to nighttime at the beach where we see a bunch of survivors keeping watch. <laughs> well, some of them are keeping watch. Boone is just kind of sleeping though. I literally, I legitimately <laughs> wrote, of course he would fall asleep. Like, who- oh, come on. <laughs> I'm so over him at this point. <laughs> Uh, so he's suddenly woken up by a loud crash and he goes bolting, the, bolting into the jungle in search of whoever tripped the alarm and then hears some rustling in the bushes. So he lifts his spear ready to attack and begins to charge, but then almost immediately trips and falls onto the ground. This fucking idiot. <laughs> like, why do we trust this guy? I, right there, it made me wonder, like, if when Ian Summerholder got the script for this and he's like looking through it, he's like, are you fucking serious? Come on, guys. Like, I, I do I have to fall down? Like I'm already, I already fell asleep. Like yeah. this, this, come on, this is, this is sad. I think because of what happens next, they needed to make a diversion as to why he didn't end up catching what uh, tripped uh, the alarm. Well, I don't think they would have caught him anyway. But uh, anyway, so Vincent uh, comes running up to him and starts licking his face as Saeed and Locke run up behind him. They both kind of just look down at Boone and give him a disappointed look like fucking pens. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear a scream as they run to the beach. So they find a dead dude lying in the sand. Which I think they had him fall because if he would have stabbed what he was after, he would have stabbed Vincent. Oh, I thought Vincent came from the other way. But oh, yeah, that's no, true. Because he came up and licked yeah, his face. Like he was going to attack whatever was out there. But yeah, yeah. I, then I, then he, he would have fucked up even more if he would have actually stabbed dog. Vincent. Yeah, uh, Michael would have killed him at that point. No, Walt would have just staring at him, <laughs> like, attacking oh with birds. And they, yeah, that'd be great if he accidentally did. And he's like, they find, then they find out they that he killed the guy that he killed, and, and then uh, Boone's like, oh my god, he killed this guy and he killed Vincent. <laughs> I can't believe it. That son of a bitch. Uh, but uh, I guess a little while later, we see Hurley and Kate watching them haul the body, the dead body away. And, and he asks her, he's like, didn't they have a perimeter set up? And Kate tells him that it didn't matter because Locke said that they attacked from the water. So then she describes how they fan him. And man, like that guy just like even just went to town on that guy because mm. she says they broke his neck, both of his arms, as well as all the bones in his fingers. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer then walks up. <laughs> And accidentally get, gets the dead guy's name wrong. So, uh, then we cut to Hurley saying a few nice words about uh, Steve Scott. Did you write down which one yeah, it was? Yeah, it's Scott. Okay, Scott. Who fucking cares? <laughs> like, That's why he's dead. Nobody cares about yeah. the background people. He said, oh, it's sad that Steve died. Dude, that was Scott. Who fucking cares? Her- Sorry, Hurley, I could Hurley cared. The, they even say that That's, in there. You know what? I think that's the only reason why we have all these extra people so that when these other alien people are like, I'm going to kill somebody, they can kill the extras and not the main True. characters. True. I mean, Harley even says that at his eulogy. Sorry, I kept calling you Steve, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what you called him? He's dead. Like, uh, he doesn't important. matter. They he also, was an important character. They also, like, buried him and got all that together super fast. Like, man. Yeah, well, it took, like, Three months to bury the people on the plane. Yeah, next thing you know, he's in the ground. They got that cross up. Again. They gathered everybody together. This is the second person they've decided to bury instead of burn. Burn? Uh, the the marshal? Yeah. Yeah? Why? I just, they were very adamant about burning bodies instead of burying them oh, before. That, that been I think that of... was because there was so many of them. Yeah, there would have been a lot of people to that bury. Plus, have... they wanted to use it as a signal fire, he said. Yeah. And animals. Yes, and the yeah. animals too. 
But I guess they want the animals to come back because they haven't had some boar in a while. So they're like, hey, boar, come yeah. here, buddy. Yeah. Got some nice helmet for you. Uh, you can sing the song again. No. <laughs> uh, so we go back to the caves where everyone is giving Claire, like, kind of like the awkward, like, side eye, like, her. So she walks up to Shannon and is like, bitch, what are you looking at? But, like, in a nice way because she's just a sweet girl. She uh, is. So, yeah. Uh, Shannon's like, nobody told you. And then we cut to Claire confronting Charlie and asking him why he didn't tell her what happened. So he tells her, he's like, I just wanted to take care of you, love. But she tells him that she can take care of herself. Okay. <laughs> As we get another. And then flashback to Charlie on his fir- getting ready for his first day at work. Uh, he's, he's getting ready at Lucy's house and just sweating all over the new suit she bought him. He's looking rough. Yeah, filling those withdrawal symptoms. Mm. He practices his sales pitch on her, and to make what he's about to do seem just a little bit more shitty, she tells him that he's going to do great, and she believes in him. Which I'm like, huh? Poor girl. Uh, So she goes to another room to grab something, and he swipes the Churchill cigarette case right before she comes back in and presents him with a new briefcase because she's she's just a nice gal. By the way, I didn't mention Charlie's... The, okay, so I didn't mention the comment Charlie's friend made about her earlier. He called her a moose. Oh, yeah. And at first I thought, maybe because she was, like, overweight. But then we <laughs> see her during this scene, and she's definitely not overweight. So I, was he making fact, like was he making fun of the fact that she's just tall? No, I think it's probably, like, a like a mark. Like, they probably have different a different saying for this in, like, wherever the... England, London, wherever they're at. Um... Like, she's, like, the mark. She's the one you're supposed to be fooling. It's probably oh, some kind of slang. I thought he was making fun of her. I don't know. It just reminds me of Princess Diaries, too. What? She's like, I look like a moose. And he's like, ah, oh, very cute moose. You make all the boy mooses go, womp. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts. It's so stupid. <laughs> but, I I don't know. Sorry, that's my Disney reference for this episode. <laughs> um, Are you looking it up? Yeah. Uh, I I thought he was just making fun of her. Like at first, I thought like granted a moose isn't was isn't what something what you'd call like an overweight person, but I thought it was just like a she was just like big. I don't know. It says when a young man calls a woman of any age a moose, it generally means she could be a large boned girl or very tall and appears large. Yeah, I don't know. It was just at first I thought it was like a, a fat joke, but then I saw her. I was like, oh, she's thin. Well, yeah, and I think she's just. Like a big gal? Yeah, I think it's just a big, ugly person. I mean, she wasn't ugly. She was pretty. I thought she was very pleasant and very yeah, nice. she was. She yeah. had very cute, high cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah, but right. Anyway, it says uh, an unattractive woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I think that's what Erica saw. Pretty yeah. much what I saw, too, yeah. which wasn't very nice of him. Yeah. Yeah, so she tells him that she got him a new briefcase. He says he's got to go, so he doesn't miss his bus, but she insists on driving him, and then they're leaving the house, or flat, as they say in London, I think. Uh, so, and we get a... They go back to the caves with Jack asking Locke if he thinks he can track Ethan. Locke tells him maybe, but he's going. he's not going to because Ethan... It's Ethan's island, and yo, they're just living on it. Plus, you know, we're attacking with spears like a bunch of fucking chumps. So Jack's like, or we could shoot him in the dick. And then shows Locke the briefcase full of guns, which I'm pretty sure gives Locke at least half a oh, chug. Oh, I mean, he seemed pretty, pretty stoked <laughs> like on he, it. He, he looked super happy, and Jack, Jack kind of looked at him like with the kind of a worried look, like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have given this guy a gun. My favorite for this was Locke. He's all smiling, and he's like, why, doctor, you've been holding out on us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because y'all are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little while later, Charlie's arguing with Saeed, Locke, and Jack again because they want to use Claire's bait to capture Ethan. But Claire agrees to do it anyway. So Charlie asks or tells them he wants to come with him. But Locke shuts him down pretty easily by asking if he's ever fired a gun. And we get another go back into the flashback. And honestly, this the first time I saw this, I was like, I thought it was going to be a flashback of Charlie Charlie shooting someone (laughs) to show him like fucking right. I fired a gun before. (laughs) But anyway, so we go to a quick flashback of Charlie at a sales meeting, like still sweating like crazy while nervously trying to show a room full of people how the uh, copier works. He begins thrumming, thumbing through uh, the manual after having a little bit of trouble with it before eventually just throwing up on the machine. As we get another good old uh, withdrawals. But uh, go back to Jack asking Sawyer to help them and then giving him a gun after he agrees. I just love this scene. He's just being a cocky asshole the whole time. And he's just like, me? You want me to help you guys? Moi? Moi? (laughs) Erica was just crushing. I was. (laughs) She was probably all blushing and like, I was. Giggling. Okay, I literally wrote, man, blue's a good color on him. Yes, she said it did. (laughs) Blue's a good color. I was like, okay. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) Kate notices what's going on and tells them that she wants to come. But Jack says that no one is going unarmed and that he gave the last gun to Sawyer. Sawyer then says that he still has the Marshall's gun and that Kate can use that. It just needs some ammo, which he says that he lifted a gun off the Marshall. But I, that, I'm pretty sure that was the same gun that he used to shoot him, right? Like, yeah, that's what yeah. he said. That's and what Jack says Jack in said. the episode. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. But like he said that he took it from the Marshall. But if like, well, I'm only mentioning it because his, I think like the exact line was that the gun, I li- the one that I lifted from the Marshall, but he didn't because Kate gave it to him. Yeah. Although, oh no, no, he originally had it, didn't he? But she took it. So never mm-hmm. mind. I guess that makes sense if he originally took it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Uh, and then Jack looks kind of annoyed. It seems like that he he's pretty much like, oh no, she can come with this because they kind of like give like exchange looks like sort of like, hey. and then Jack's like. Motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, there's only four guns. I gave you the fourth gun. She can't come with us. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I got five. She can have She can have it. She can come with us. Which, I feel bad for Charlie at that point. Because, <laughs> like, in my head, I'd be like, really? You didn't let me have a gun, but you let her have a gun? Which, I mean, she's gun savvy, but he doesn't really know that. Like, at this point, uh... at this point, they turned down him who's been trying to protect claire but i think that's part of the problem he's too emotionally invested yes, he's he, way correct too emotional but about that's why they from his it. standpoint he wants to help he wants to help protect her and they shot him down and brought in a girl like that, they they got a group of guys and specifically were only giving the guns out to four guys they didn't want to give one to kate and sawyer's the one that's like oh she can have one if if I it were in Charlie's perspective, I would have been like, really? Like, come on, guys. That's- yeah, but also uh, Sawyer gave it to him, and everybody knows Sawyer's yeah. an ass. Nobody else wanted to give it yeah. to her. Yeah. That's true. But uh, so we see Charlie wa- like watching them all. Yeah, Saeed tells them the plan and says that they want Ethan alive, so the guns are a last resort. They then head into the jungle with Chuck still kind of watching him as it begins to, to rain. Then go to Claire walking through the jungle by herself with all the others watching her from different spots. 
when Ethan emerges behind it from behind a tree and she screams and begins running away. And I thought, like, he climbs you... out like a creepy yeah, ass spider does. and everything. Like, I th- well, I thought it would like wouldn't it have been great if like since she doesn't remember him, if she saw him and she like all calmly asks, she's like, "Hi, are you Ethan?" He's like, "Yeah, that's me." She's like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> and then starts running away. <laughs> have to climb out like a creep yeah he should have just walked up to her all nice oh, I, lo- I love the shot when he climbs out he like it's such a such good a like creepy, creepy shot, shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's the way he's climbing out from like it, it's just funny because he's like climbing out yeah like, it's it's not just like a poking your head out or anything or you know it's a full-blown always... like climbing <laughs> yeah. out like uh, he's coming out of his hole. Yeah. <laughs> his creeper hole. So uh, he begins chasing her before being tackled by Jack, which... That was a good tackle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Jack dropped his gun. And they start punching each other and wrestling around. And the others reach them as Jack just begins beating the shit out of him, which must have felt nice for him, for like Jack, after getting completely fucking manhandled the last time they fought. This whole scene happened so fast and in such slow motion for me at the same time, because there's a lot going on. And at the same time, it felt like he was punching him forever. And I'm like, it's raining hard. Nobody else can see. What if there are other people? Nobody has gone to check on Claire. What if somebody else grabs her? Like, what? she's just standing behind a tree and you're all running up to Jack and watching Jack beat this guy up instead of looking <laughs> after her, which yeah. you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, there was also, because um, I'm going to forget to mention this later, but... There was uh, one of the critics that had a problem with this episode, which I tried to find the article for it, but it doesn't exist anymore because oh. it was from 2005. Oh. But one of the problems he had with the, uh, this this episode was there was some part of the Charlie part with it, but one part of it was this part because he said, like, the fact that Jack got beaten so badly last time and that he like beat the hell out of him this time he's like it wasn't believable so i just think he was more prepared this time like jack what, like he was jack like, has taking taken lessons, this, like well, <gasps> jack has taken sworn oath to do no harm i think initially in his head he was like i can talk my way out with this guy and he didn't realize how this guy was like no business like i'm gonna beat you up i don't give a shit about you you're not what i'm after i will beat you up you're getting in my way of what i want to do yeah. this time he was prepared like, he knew what this guy was about, and he's like, you know what, it's me or him. I was just glad they finally got Ethan. I was really starting to get annoyed, like, this guy's not that scary. He's just, he's kind of weird looking, and like, probably didn't have any friends growing up, and you guys are like, <laughs> getting beaten up by this loner dude. Fucking dork. Like, come on. You you have like, what, I don't even know, 30 people and you can't beat this guy up? He's been living in the jungle. He's had plenty of time to do his, like, pull-ups and, like, learn from the gorillas and stuff, you know? <laughs> gorillas? So, uh... This is what we've decided how things work on islands, right? So, sure. <laughs> so he stops hitting him and Ethan starts to get up, but they all aim their guns at him, so he stops again. All of a sudden, someone unloads six shots at him and they sort of kind of pan over and find out it was Charlie. And the look on everyone's face was just great, like especially Claire, who kind of has a look on her face, like she looks almost kind of disgusted. Well, yeah, she has that kind of look, like did this guy seriously just throw up into the copy machine? <laughs> like <laughs> that same kind of look, like uh. But uh, anyway, so we go back to the caves as Jack sits down next to Charlie and asks him why he, he shot Ethan. Charlie said it, it's because he deserved to die, and then Jack counters that by saying that Ethan could have told them where he came from and what he wanted from claire and if but, there were others what and he said if there were other people yeah 
where he came from, if there were others, what he wanted from Claire. But Charlie interrupts him by telling him that Ethan wouldn't have said anything, and he was he basically says that he's protecting Claire. Yeah, and I am one hundred percent on Charlie's side on this. Yeah, I was. I'm just. I was. I'm so over the dude. I'm like, just get rid of him already. And uh, he wouldn't have said anything. You don't think so? No, he wouldn't have said anything. I don't know. You got a torturer there, so like. It's true. That's like I. I yeah, think, but Ethan doesn't seem like the type to me that would really. You know, are you thinking like the whole show or this? From what you've seen so far. From what I've seen so far. That would say something. I don't think he would say something from what I've seen so far. Oh yeah. He just seems very like robot. Like yeah, this is my chore. There's, this is my no, job. He doesn't have any emotion. Yeah. Like there's just nothing to him. I think that's why he yeah. really annoys me because everybody's terrified of him and anytime i see him i'm like what's wrong with you like there's just nothing (laughs) there it's like a blank stare like Mm -hmm. come on give me something uh so uh we uh get another flashback with uh charlie knocking on lucy's door and telling him telling her he made a mistake when she finally answers she tells him that the paramedics found She's, like, all pissed, and she looks like she'd been crying. She did look like she'd been crying. And she tells him that the paramedics found the cigarette case when they took him to to the bloody hospital, which, like, I usually read through the transcript first. So when I read this, I was like, holy shit, they took him to a bloody hospital? Because, like, I didn't hear it in the accent. So I was like, oh, my God. Uh, So uh, she... She tells him that the paramedics found the suitcase and she tries to he tries to explain it, but she cuts him off and she's like, I get why you pretended to like me and I understand that you took the cigarette case because you're a junkie, but why did you take the job? You twat. <laughs> I added that last part. <laughs> and I started drinking like maybe twenty minutes like like before like when I was writing this a, a few paragraphs back, I started drinking while writing it. And but I was watching it at the same time. And man, I got so like this poor Poor girl. Like, <laughs> I even wrote it right here. I'm like, like maybe it's because I started drinking right around this part, writing it up. But like, I seriously wanted to give this girl a hug. Like, I, I, like especially after that, I get why you pretend to like me line because I'm like, you poor girl, you're so sweet and so kind and you're super into him. And I don't know, that line just got me. Like, I felt bad because I was like, oh, yeah. that poor girl. She seems so like, to, and then you, I've, I watched it. I watched it a few times. So it's like the second time I watched it, I was like, she seems like super into him the whole time. Like, super into him, and she yeah. seems really nice. Yeah, and I think that's part of the thing why he's trying to take care of Claire too. Well, like, she yeah. she does seem really nice, but also, well, she fell in love too quickly, <laughs> like Locke. Yes, and yeah. it, I don't think. I mean, Charlie is a drug addict, so I don't know about Charlie, but any probably other man would not like the fact when she said. Don't worry, you got this. My dad told them they're going to buy two copiers. Like, it's okay. You're going to succeed because my dad is rich. Oh, I'd be totally cool with that. And I think that <laughs> I, would be a blow to a lot of men's egos. I think that was I'd be, I'd be cool what <laughs> made her so sad where she was like, I, I, I'm aware guys pretend to like me because of my money and my status. Oh, like, I, I felt I like thought, she's I used to guys a, doing that. But she's throwing it around. Like, she's telling him. I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a looks thing. Was it a money thing? I felt, well, I felt like it was a hand in hand thing where yeah. like guys pretend to like me for my money. Oh, I they thought it was a looks thing. Really Mainly because like that's me. why I meant that. That's why I brought up the moose thing. Because I like, I thought it was like, 
she said that because like oh she like low self-esteem that's what i'm saying like i I think think it was both she's like people people tend to latch on to me for my money not for my looks or my personality or anything like that and like i get it you were after my money yeah i did also feel bad a little bad for charlie because he saw a glimmer of maybe i can be a better person than just my drug addiction. Yeah, he did seem like he kind of, even though he was going through withdrawals, he he did seem genuinely like, like he liked her. he wanted to try to be better, and that he did genuinely seem to like her. Yeah, yeah. Before everything went down, I think obviously she started as a mark, but then he ended up kind of ended yeah, up so liking her. I think her. that's why he took that job. Yeah, and he he kind of saw a little bit of himself and her dad and everything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so she, yeah, so anyway, so she asks him why he took the job and he tells her he wanted to be respectable and he wanted her to think that he could take care of her. And she's just like, you'll never take any care of anyone. Now slag off. And then she kind of like shuts the door in his face and begins another, you got a look on your face like, that's a, yikes. Well, I mean, he did just, you know, try to rob her, but But, (laughs) yikes. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I, mean, I that, see I that why deserved, that but... line um is something that he's obviously still affected by. Yeah, like why he was trying so hard with Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it seems like everybody in the show has a specific line that happened to them that they're like trying to remedy or fix. Yeah, that's every character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's his. Uh, so we go back to the island with Claire or Charlie Wake walking up to Claire and or sorry, Claire walking up to Charlie and saying she remembers peanut butter and and telling him she wants to trust him. They then say goodnight to each other as we cut to the black loss, but I don't think there's a. There was a pan around again. where like, oh, yeah. And you but saw... like everybody's paired off. They all they always do they always do those like closing like at yeah. end of episode like little montage yeah. of showing all the characters and that which like Jin and Sun are all cuddly on the floor yeah. together so it's Shannon and Saeed yeah like he's giving her that he's giving her that oh wait I didn't she see was that giving him that look she was all yeah. like rubbing up on his arm yeah she's and, she's yeah. uh like tending to his arm yeah. which I don't know why she was what happened to his arm i don't know but like she's like rubbing up r- like so uh, trying rubbing to, like, up on his arm and he's like giving her a look they're like, all like cozy like, too yeah, he's giving her a look like mm, i mean get you could you could touch my arm from back here and he's all like they're all like <laughs> up in here like yeah help me with my arm <laughs> so uh, uh any initial thoughts before we go through the like the characters yes i really hated the music because there was a bell and it just, I just kept hearing this bell and it was so annoying. Like throughout the whole thing? Uh, I don't know if it was throughout the whole thing. I remember hearing it twice, uh, like for a longer period of time. Like the, at the ending sequence, they were playing this music and it had like this bell that was. Uh, During like when they were confronting Ethan? No, when they were, when uh, at the very end when they were talking, Charlie and Claire. Oh, okay. Okay, the only sound that I brought up to Aaron while we were watching was there was specifically like a song or sound that reminded me of Sleeping Beauty when Aurora (laughs) is getting hypnotized into touching the spinning wheel. It's probably that bell thing. It was so annoying. Let me see if I can find it. It was like a chiming bell. It's this. Can you hear it? (laughs) It's, It's that... 
Yeah, it was kind of like that, but there was a bell, too. It was kind of like that. There was other music, but a very distinct bell. I go back and listen to the last scene later. Okay. So annoying. But that that song immediately, like, something something in the episode sounded like that, and I was like, ooh, I, that's very ominous scene. I don't like that. <laughs> like, Yeah. Because I feel like, as a kid, that was probably one of my first, like, scary movie interactions. <laughs> where, like, that, that movie out of, you know, like, the first few that you see when you're a kid, that one was scarier to me than most. Which one? Uh, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Although I was, okay, so the one that I was the most scared of that I only watched the opening for and was so terrified I never watched again until I was an adult was Aladdin. What? Aaron's cracking oh my God. up. <laughs> yeah. Tell which part. The Cave of Wonders. I was so How old scared. How Because I know, I know I was. I say I was like six or seven. I guess. If you're, okay, if you're six or seven, I guess. That could possibly be a little scary. It wasn't a movie I owned. Um, my mom used to run a daycare when I was a kid, and so some of the kids would bring their movies over. So it was one of their movies, and they were like, oh, this is a great like Disney movie. We'll, we'll all watch it. And I remember within the first couple of minutes, they go out into the desert in the Cave of Wonders. He's so loud and menacing and scary. The tiger like, thing. He was so scary that, like, both my sister and I freaked out. And my mom immediately turned it off. And I <laughs> never, I was so scared of it. I never watched it again until I was, like, 14 or 15. Oh like, <laughs> I, I was so scared of it. But then again, like, I watched Star Wars on the daily. And, like, I would think that that would be way scarier to me than... Mm. I don't know. Apparently, this Cave of Wonders was <laughs> so. Any of the worst initial thoughts? Uh, yeah, Claire. I'm not sure what to think about this whole situation. Like, I, I'm kind of like, yes, she's got amnesia, but then I'm like, no, they did something to her, and now yeah. she's kind of like, I don't know, a spy, or she went back to do something. And she doesn't have amnesia. And so, like, maybe Char- like to get back on Charlie's good side or to get him back on her side. Or not that he wasn't, but to get her him more on her side. She's like, oh, peanut butter. I remember that. Yeah, I'm good. So you think that Saeed's right? Like, when he said that she, she's trying to, like, helping Ethan infiltrate them? I, mean, I don't know why they would want to infiltrate them like what could these survivors possibly give these alien scientists whatever they are that you know would be so important they need to get some poor pregnant girl to infiltrate them but unless there's somebody else there that has some information i don't know like I just don't one know. of the survivors yeah i don't know i don't know what to think this can go anyway okay uh any thoughts on charlie like after seeing this He's a simp. I don't know. <laughs> he, uh, I think he did, you know, he did want his life to start going in a different direction, but it's hard to get over those drug addictions. Yeah, like, I was thinking that, okay, this obviously takes place before he, uh, his last flashback, because the last flashback was right before he, he got on the plane. Oh, that's true. So he doesn't, like, he doesn't learn any lessons from this. 
That's true. I kind of, I was thinking it was after he had seen his brother and, but it did. You're right. Yeah. So like he never, he didn't actually learn anything from this, which brings me to like one of the trivia things that I'll mention like in a, in a minute, but, uh, and then like, it obviously seems he was trying to protect Claire because he messed up so bad with that girl. And I think they try to, it seemed like they kind of tried to make like write that character, that Lucy character as kind of like the same type of character as Claire. Yeah. Um, I saw, I think Lucy's a lot stronger and more capable. Uh, Not that Claire isn't, but. Well, that's a lot easier to do when you have money, I think. But yes, I do agree with you. I just, I think she's a lot stronger of a person that if she would have said, I can take care of myself, I probably would have believed her. Yeah. When Claire said that, I was like, when Claire said it, I was like, okay, you cannot take care of yourself, (laughs) which is clear. You got kidnapped by some Scientology dude. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. But no, I think I think this episode almost made me like Charlie more. Yeah. Yeah. You understand him more. He's not just, you know, washed up rocker with a heroin addiction problem. He's some guy that eventually did want to make himself better and I, But again, that this happened bef- well, he was still trying to convince his brother to come back for the ban because he said yes, yeah my, happened- my brother's gonna have a baby or he's had a baby i haven't seen him we're not getting back together and then after that is probably when he went like oh shit i just really fucked up i had a job i had a girl i'm yeah. gonna go see my brother now yeah i think i think i think when her dad said growing up and out of the band was his thing because he wasn't good at it, but like Charlie is good at it, and yeah. he, I I think he thought he could still get the band back together and still have his family and his brother, and like that that he could still have the basically have his cake and eat it too. Like he didn't think that yeah, I don't putting the band back together really had to like change anything. I don't really think this was a growing thing though, because like he's he's still like even when he goes and sees his brother, he's still like super addicted to to heroin, and the only reason he stops is because he he doesn't have any more, and well he ended up throwing it away, so technically he yeah. quit, I guess, but like he is still like a super junkie when they get on the island, and when he gets yeah. his, goes and sees his brother too, yeah, like his brother even points it out. So I mean, he's back on the business, so. His whole state of mind probably changed back, too. Like, he had been a couple days sober when he had decided he wanted to grow up and be a guy. And No, he's still on here. Like, they, he, he was still the, he, the, his friend said that he was still, like, his friends, his friend was pissed because he was giving Charlie his heroin. Like, so the whole thing Did was. You snort that, heroin? I, th- I think you can. Like there, I think there's a few different ways to do it. I feel like we already looked this up, but no, we looked up like how long it takes to kick in. I think, but I think sorry, I think you I can just either, when no, I heard no, no, the snorting cool. and everything, I was like, yes, we taking different so drugs now. I What's think the you deal? can, and I think you can also shoot like like uh, freebase like, it, which shoot it or whatever, yeah, freebase like, it, which I think is freebasing is on the spoon when you're like right, right, right. sniffing it, and then you can also shoot it up. I think. Gotcha. We're such such druggy noobs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he. He was, um, his friend says that he was giving him his heroin on spec. So basically he was paying for his heroin with the promise that Charlie was going to steal something valuable so they could get some more. Pay for it. Yeah. So, but Charlie didn't do it. So like he was still on heroin when he agreed to do that. And that's why his friend was like, 
well, you don't get any. He cut, he cut him off. And he's like, well, good luck on Monday. That's why I said, like, good yeah. luck on Monday, fucker. So, like, yeah, he was he was high when he agreed to. Well, high, like, he wasn't coming down yet when he agreed to, for, to the job. I just feel like at this point in his life, though, on the island, he's yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's become a more serious guy after getting hung up in the tree. He's realized there's more things to life than heroin. Like, breathing and, you know, <laughs> protecting... I don't want to say loved ones at this point, but kind of loved ones. Like, he's basically decided that Claire... Yeah. He's decided he really Claire's his Claire. girl. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you said you couldn't really blame him for shooting Ethan, right? Oh, yeah. I would have shot okay. him. I was just so over the dude. I'm like, somebody get rid of him. He's annoying. And then those uh, scratch... Like Erica mentioned, they had scratches on his face. So those were unexplained. I mean, I'm we sure assume I could find them. they're from Claire. Yeah. I'm we sure I could assume. find him out if I actually looked it up, but I didn't. So I mean, he's dragging two people through the jungle. He might have compromised. Well, it's his been it's also been point. two weeks though. Uh, those did look pretty fresh. Yeah, so I think if he got him from her, it was like. But then again, like I said, could have been a polar bear. He pro he could have been like, wait, you know, scratch me, give me one good scratch, so they don't question anything on how you got away. <laughs> Just, you know, when they, well, like Clay, like Kate in the bank hit me. Make sure it looks yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then any thoughts on where he might have come from or what, what he wanted with Claire? Or or you think, think they're together? No, I mean, I don't know if they're together. I'm not really sure what to think. I think it's a possibility, but I do. Well, at least not that they're together, but that whatever happened back at wherever he's from, he's convinced her she's not going to be safe unless she helps them. He's yeah. he's lured her in with real peanut butter. <laughs> I still think that there's possibly something to do with his baby. Okay. Because of the psychic and all everything else that's happened. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, do you think that he was acting on that alone? <sighs> no. I don't think he's alone. Right. He's he looks too well cared for and I just think he's he's probably with other people whoever French lady was talking about or yeah I, I, I think there's definitely he's more people the he's big and strong I just don't think he's big and strong enough to carry two people by himself he's got relatively short hair he doesn't have a beard like he's gotta true, be somewhere true. you know he yeah they got stuff. Know. Wherever he's at, they got stuff. Yeah, true. Yeah. Very, very good point. Also, like, how much must that suck for, like, Tom Cruise, who's, like, 5'7", five, 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 and then his fucking cousin over here is six one. You'd be like, that motherfucker, at least I'm more famous than you, you fucking asshole. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. I got the I got the trailer for the next one. I'm going to, I forgot to bring up a watch together thing, so I'm doing that right now. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's start this. Okay. Next Wednesday. On an island full of secrets, some can be revealed. I've never been in love. I've never had a one-night stand. I don't. Some cannot. What did she give you? Nothing she wasn't willing to borrow, man. And there are some <laughs> secrets. What are you doing? Getting even. That can get you killed. And See, they gave out guns again. Next Wednesday, knew this was going to happen. Only on e Something I've learned so from low? soaps. That's so weird. Anyway. If you see someone pointing a gun at someone, you cannot assume 
anything unless you actually see the gun go off. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to get shot, but... Okay, so, uh, someone's going to get shot. <laughs> Nobody's going to um, get shot. But they shouldn't have given out the guns. Yeah, I... Or they should have taken them back, at least. That's that's what I'm, like, that's why I was like, wait, what? Cause Did they I... find, like, airplane mini bottles of hooch? Because they look like they were playing, like... Spin the bottle. Never have I ever by the fire. <laughs> uh, okay. Which is way more fun when you've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this this next episode is about like Sawyer, and I was I figured we could do the the thoughts since you haven't actually seen the episodes from here and like your thoughts on about him going into next week. I'm curious to see if this will be the episode that we find out how he got on the island. I'm not sure because wasn't that like. The trivia you said last time that yeah we didn't yes we didn't learn how <laughs> he got on the island he was running from the police we saw him in Boone's thing okay yeah, so yeah we this didn't is see him in Boone's thing this was it is... last week was it the week before when he w- tried to act nice a little tried to like fit in so I but whatever episode that was I I think he has potential to be a nice guy he's just got too many issues. And too much, like, push people emotional away. baggage. And emotional baggage to actually be the nice guy. Um, and things look like they're definitely getting uh, heated with uh, Sawyer, Kate, Kate and uh, Jack. So they needed to bring in the sexual attention a little, I guess. It looked to me like this was going to go, like... Especially with reading this thing that and what we just saw, like this was gonna go back to like another episode where you're like, okay, this doesn't really have to do with the overall story. Yeah, it's just kind of feed me some drama. Yeah, especially like I think it's funny that we saw that and then it says Kate and Sawyer divulge dark secrets to each other, which it just seems like they're playing Never Have I Ever. Yeah, like <laughs> never had a one night stand. Uh, I doubt it. Okay, but <laughs> sure. Well. Okay, so we did see that Sawyer was in Australia. Like, you saw you saw him yeah. in Australia when, yeah. uh, in that Boone episodes, and you saw him getting arrested. Mm-hmm. So he got out, obviously, but I don't know how. Maybe. Which, oh. Yeah, like, which I, I can, I have a, I have a pretty good idea what happened. I, I know what happened, but, like, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't remember actually, like, how he got out of there, so... Yeah, because he was getting taken back, like, hauled away. Wait, how did he even get arrested? It didn't say. He, it, didn't, it just he showed him know. in the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it just Maybe showed him in the background. Maybe he'd been out drinking and ran into Jack's dad, and they became friends. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not, since yeah. you're telling me this and you've already seen it. I genuinely don't remember what happens. <laughs> if I'm right, I'm going to be like, ooh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay, because I don't believe you anyways. <laughs> don't remember. I know, but if it was true, Aaron would be like, shut up, shut mm. up. That's true. He'd be like. That's true. So I I know how to read you guys. <laughs> But uh, like a little bit more love towards Sawyer since the last, since the beginning, or just kind of like eh, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm biased. Yeah, because you because you want him. 
Yes, <laughs> so much. I don't want him. I just, I, I would buy a poster of him just to put him <laughs> on my wall because, you know, his smile and everything. But like, <laughs> chill. I wanted to be my boyfriend. No, I don't think I'd go as far as all that. He, his overall personality would not mesh with mine, but he could smile at me anytime he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Vanessa, no change yet? Uh, no, but I think the overall story between, like, Jack, Sawyer, and Kate would not bother me as much. Because then we, I feel like next week we're not going to get anything about the island. I feel like they're not yeah. spacing it out right. Like, maybe a, a little bit of the drama and a little bit of the island, but it's like... One episode is all drama. One episode is all island and a little yeah. bit of drama. And I just don't feel like it's spaced out right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why it gets frustrating. Because yeah. from week to week, you're like, yes, something's going to ha- crazy happen next. Something crazy is going to happen next week. And then you'll get like a drama episode to where it's just all. Yeah. And I wouldn't. I mean, I know we need the drama episode because we need to know like what is going on in their everyday lives, too. But. A little bit of drama, a little bit of island, and yeah, you know, mystery and drama all in the same thing, not one or the other. Okay, so uh, this one didn't really have too much trivia. It was basically so basically the uh, the copier that Charlie tries to sell is a model eight fifteen, hmm. which is also again the same number as their flight number. And then I guess in a two thousand nine interview, the show creator Damon Lindelof, who also wrote this episode, was asked what his least favorite episode of the series was, and named this one. Really? Yeah. Saying, quote, I think my least favorite episode is the this episode that we did in the first season called Homecoming. It's when Claire comes back from uh, having been in the jungle for a couple of days after she was abducted and Ethan comes after her. The backstory is Charlie is trying to go straight and he's selling copiers. At the end of the episode, he shoots Ethan. I wrote that episode and it's my least favorite episode of the show ever. Homecoming, I think, was flawed on almost every single level that an episode of Lost could be. Huh. Which, okay, so he goes, he ends up going into a little more detail about his issues with this episode, with the episode on a Vox article well, years later, which he said, uh, for Charlie, for example, I really felt that Dominic Monaghan had a much wider range and a great comic sensibility, but we kept writing to the drug addiction. Yeah. And I think that in the case of The Moth, which is Charlie's first flashback, it was important to establish that this guy was in a band. He had a brother. The brother was even worse off than he was, but then he got clean. Now Charlie is the one who's hooked. We needed to tell that origin story, but at that point, I wish we could have found ways to depart from from that and then find other facets of Charlie that were not hung on drug addiction. Because we circled back and did the next Charlie, or because when we circled back and did the next Charlie episode, which I think might have been Homecoming, which it was, we were banging that drum yet again. Here's another story about Charlie kind of bottoming out on drugs. So basically he's not a fan of it because it doesn't introduce anything new about the character, really, which I didn't really agree with until I went to write down my my thoughts afterwards and I didn't have anything for Charlie because like they don't show anything new, really. Like, they show that he fucked up once, but, like, again, like I said, he, like like I was saying before, he doesn't really fucking learn from it. Yeah. Like, he does and doesn't. Like, he learned from it now, but he didn't sort so, I don't know. Yeah. I can see that how it was kind of pointless. They, they could have worked in with the last episode that he wanted 
a better life. Like, instead of just running off, he could have, oh, maybe I do want to get better. Oh, look at my brother. He has this nice life. But they, like, spread it out over two episodes. Yeah. And they didn't, like, uh, really wrap it up at the end of this one to yeah. say, like, that he did, he does, he was like, I got to get myself to get, like. Yeah. This this is why, but then again, like, you can't really do that because when he goes to see Liam, he's still, like, doing drugs. So. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so the drink for next week, which since next week episode is focused on Sawyer and his tiled outlaws, I found a drink called a Southern Outlaw, <laughs> if that works. Okay, what's in it? Um, it has, it's just, um, you know, that's a good question. I didn't write it's, it down. It says recipe. <laughs> it says recipe question mark, though. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I know it's, it's whiskey, but I think it's honey whiskey. Oh, I think you mentioned this to me. Yes, and it's Tuwaka. Uh-huh. But uh, it's just that and there's, I think there might be a, uh, iced tea. Oh, okay. I'm fine with that. I like mint too, so I'm good with that. Okay, so uh, on to the, the Nick Sawyer's nickname game. Did he say any nicknames? Mm-hmm. Yes, before we get into it, we forgot to guess the nicknames last week. So I ended up getting them from you guys over text, oh, and huh? the guesses were, yeah, Vanessa had three, Erica two, and then I guess four, and there were three. Was there? Um, So yes. I 100% got two. Do I get double points for that? <laughs> <laughs> I 100% got two of them, and Aaron was like, no, I caught a third one, and I had him rewind it, and yes, Yeah, so it was, he said, he calls Jack Haas when they're first talking, and then he... Wait, he says Doc too. When when uh they have Ethan like cornered oh, good down job, on the ground Doc. and they're like, all yeah. pointing the guns down at him, he's like, "Hey, the good good him. good job," or something like, "Good job, Doc," or the Doc's got him or something yeah. like that. And then he's like, "Hey, now, Jungle Boy!" Like he calls Ethan Jungle Boy. Yeah, which, which I thought was funny because of... I was like, "That's that's great." <laughs> <laughs> Call him son of a bitch too, but that's an insult. I so. think that's yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's an insult. insult. So okay. it was it was three. Yay! Okay, so Vanessa. So Vanessa waits on her birthday. Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Double celebration. I really wish we had like those bloops. So, oh, got those. Uh, and then lastly, oh wait, we should get the guesses for for next week because mm. I forgot that last time. So Erica's first, and Ooh, it's Sawyer think... episode. Keep in mind. Oh, I'm first? definitely going to be more this week. Yeah, it's a Sawyer episode, and it's every time too. Like oh, every like, time I guess higher, though, I always lose when I guess so higher. Then... So I'm going to say four. Four. I'm gonna be. You're gonna go. You're gonna go four in a Sawyer episode. I'm gonna be conservative. All right, that's fine with me. By the way, the I know last, the last the one last, was like six. The, no, the last one was like nine. The last Sawyer episode. You want to stick with four? <sighs> yeah, just because okay. it has been better, ish. He okay. All right, I'm gonna go with seven. I'm gonna say. Oh, I should have oh. gone eight. I'm gonna say six. So okay, then lastly. Uh, put this up on the master list. Okay, so I really liked this episode. And maybe because it was a little bit more action-packed. Yeah. We still had a story. I don't think the story... Yeah. I don't think the flashbacks were as good as some of the other flashbacks. Let's okay. put it... Let's put it that way. So, for that reason, I would probably put it lower. But because of how much action happens on the island, I would put it higher. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I... Don't feel like the story gave us anything. I don't feel like we really got that much knowledge of anything, but yeah. it was action packed and I liked it. 
Okay, where would you put it? Would you put it above, like... Yeah, I'd put it right in between House of the Rising Sun and Special. Because I, I felt like Special just gave us too much, like, my brain is going crazy, what is going on here? I, I have no opinion, so that's totally fine with... Like, that's fine with me. <laughs> it doesn't have any... It doesn't, like, hold any place for me to where I'm like, oh. it's gotta go above Special. Like, it's... Yeah, it's Special was probably better than it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Like, below it? I could agree to that, yeah. Okay, so uh, would you like to do the the, the, sh- the social stuff? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook backslash y'all you all every pod <laughs> and Instagram at you all every pod. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this somewhere, there is links on there. So check it out. Follow yes, us and give us some likes, comments, interact with us. We're on there. Every day, yeah, and also like leave leave a rating on the on the uh, whatever you listen to it on, maybe a review because you know we could use those reviews. Rate us, review us. Yeah, maybe you'll get mentioned. Yeah, if you leave us a five star review, one hundred percent, we'll give you a shout out. Read read the review. If you have any questions, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. You want to know how old Vanessa is? Shut we'll up. Tell you. No, we won't. <laughs> just just if you rate us, we'll tell you. Like maybe maybe if you rate us. Uh, you want to know what something about Erica? Hey, just ask us. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter how personal it is. Oh, apparently I like talking. <laughs> <laughs> she drinks enough. But uh, okay, cool. Well, Trey, are you gonna join cool. us? What? In our song, she never joins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna join? <laughs> sure, why not? It's my birthday. Okay, okay, cool. Okay. Ready, ready, ready? Yeah. Okay. Do 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 Oh my god, I feel like an idiot now. Where's that sangria?